0: Everybody, this is Gary Bay, Nerd Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, aka WLTV, and
1: this is BBQ 7. Start the cake! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live!
0: So, to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure you say? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and. Oh.
1: Should we call the fire department? That
0: might be a good idea. Welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evenings, live fire, fun, and frivolous show. If you want to get in contact with the show this evening, you can do it through the use of a phone. You can also do it through the use of an email. And here are those contact information tidbits.
2: You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to greg at com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at BBQ Central Show. Anything
0: else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening coming up in about 12 to 13 minutes from now. It's the third Tuesday of the month in the first hour. And you know what that means. A visit from a barbecue hall of famer, a barbecue central show guest hall of famer, the most prolific live fire author of our time, perhaps of all time. He is also a TV star. He's starting to get more and more into social media. And, might I say, he is joining us on location this evening. He is shooting a Project Fire Season 3, I think it is. Right in the midst of shooting. Perhaps I'm, is that right? Is he shooting a TV show or is he at Barbecue University tonight? Joe, I don't know what to say about YouTube. It's it's streaming out there, but that got mixed up in some kind of a Hubba-doo-wubba-doo-wubba-doo, and I don't know what to say. I'm not going to stop the stream to start it back up again, so you found me on Facebook. Thank goodness, Joe. So he's on remote somewhere. It may be Project Fire. It may be Barbecue University. I forget which one it was as we were corresponding back and forth yesterday and actually talking on the phone because we also might do something Thursday live late morning that would involve video and you seeing food from Steven Reichlin. In any event, in about 12 minutes from now, you will see Stephen Reichlin on this show in his normal third Tuesday of the month spot. Then 35 past the first hour, the ever-popular open segment will be in. Uh And who knows what happens at that point? Might I say that we might be getting the latest scriptures from the Horse Meat for Human Consumption reference book? that I've been teasing you with, low these many months. I thought we'd be well done with it at this point, but no, no. We are hardly through half of it, I believe. So there's some of that. Also, here's what I would like you to do. If you want to call in to the show this evening during the open segment and give me a down and dirty on your best way to do ribs, what kind of ribs you like, what you look for, how you prep them, the rubs you use, how you cook them, and how you serve them, down and dirty, not anything long, extended. We'll try and bang out as many as we can within that time frame. I would like to give that a try. 216 Not now. Not when Steven's on. At around 35 past the first hour, we can see if we can rip through a bunch of how you do ribs because that way I can use it as a reference point to get a whole bunch of different perspectives on how to do ribs. So if you've always wanted to be on the show and you've always wanted to give your thoughts on ribs and how you do it, because your way is the best way, 35 past the first hour is the way to do it. Then we will move to the second hour, and it's jam-packed, of course. Joining me at 14 past the second hour, the first ever full-time barbecue editor. He writes for Texas Monthly. It is the Texas... Monthly barbecue editor, Daniel Vaughn, joining us for his quarterly visit, and we will follow him up and bring my favorite pizza personality, pizza person, please bring pizza prompt, never mind. Shout out to, Ban. what's his name, Banyan, (laughs) John, what's that guy's name, Bastage, I think the guy that hosts, never mind. My favorite pizza personality in the live fire space right now and maybe the world encompassing all of pizza to talk about a brand new product. My homie Matt Frampton from Urban Slicer Pizza will be joining us. It's going to be fun and exciting live local and late breaking. We'll hit a little bit of where he is business wise currently with the doughs and the sauce. Then we'll get into the new products, and they're going to be two. I know if you're a pizza fan like me, especially if you like to do the hot and fast pizzas, but it's not just going to be for hot and fast pizza, but if you especially like that, I think you're going to be interested in these products. So that's how it shakes out. Steven Reichlin next, open after that. DV at 14 past the second hour, and Frampton 35 past. Frampton comes alive 35 past. The second hour, you can jump in if you want. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at Twitter, TikTok, and the Snappers and Instagram at BBQ Central Show for a live video feed of the show. Normally, you can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. Occasionally, you can find it over on the tube slash RD Rempe. And I don't know exactly why that's not working at the moment, but it's not. So jump over to Facebook. Or do what I say. Listen to the audio stream. There's a whole audio stream. It's just like old school radio. You don't have to look at me or any of my guests or anything like that. Theater of the mind, as I always say. Quick programming note. Last Thursday, I was a guest on the Jimmy Malone radio show here in the Cleveland area. Jimmy has been a radio host almost longer than I've been alive. He co-hosted the Lanigan and Malone show, which ruled the airwaves locally here For literal decades, eventually he retired. Now he does a show twice a week on a Fox Sports radio affiliate out of Akron. And we've become friendly through bantering back and forth on Twitter. And he asked me to come on his show last Thursday. If you missed it, I will link it in the show notes so you can hear it. I was on via telephone, so I don't sound nearly as rich as I usually do. But we've worked it out going forward where I will be able to use this equipment that you see on the video. And I should sound like I am in studio with Jimmy Malone. So be sure to check that out as I link it up. A little listener feedback from weeks past and last week as well. Sam in Colorado writing, Greg, I'm catching up on some older shows. Your last visit was saying the cooking guy was great. The number of times you pulled the game show bit on him was hilarious. He initially seemed fine with it. Then he seemed kind of annoyed. Then he was back to liking it again. It was wonderful to listen to, especially when he asked you, if you wanted to play a game, keep up the great show and thank you for doing it. What do you mean? Like, hey, you want to play a game? It's always at the ready. I'm ready to drop a game on anybody. Jason in Tennessee writing, Greg, I really enjoyed the segment with Adrian Miller. He's so knowledgeable and really brings a great perspective to the industry That we need more of. Speaking of needing more of. I wish he was on the show more. So do I. It's very busy. Very popular. You know this guy's a lawyer by profession. He's got to be busy. Worked in the White House. Prolific writer. Dennis in Colorado writing. That was a great show last week. I enjoyed the Meathead segment. And was happy for him getting into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. The segment with Adrian Miller is Hall of Fame worthy. I'd love to see that segment hit the mainstream media. We need more open conversations and recorded history so we can grow. Outstanding job. Regards, Dennis. Dennis, thank you. Meathead in Chicago wrote in after the show last week. Greg, I listened to the interview live with Adrian Miller It was, it was as it was happening and was very nervous about the racial issues discussions. Almost fearing a car crash. I'm happy to say that you were both Extraordinary. Thank you, Meathead. It was. It was really good. Steve in Iowa wrote, Greg, is it just me or is Malcolm Reed the best person in the barbecue world right now? I could listen to him for hours. He's so nice and he really knows how to cook. For a noob like me, it's a win-win. Great guy. Great cooking info to help tighten up the learning curve. Keep Malcolm on the show forever. Steve, I will. Or until he decides... He's done with the show and doesn't want any part of it. By the way, if you were one of the donors to his Palmer Home Foundation fundraiser that he's been doing, they have recently picked the winners. Like So the five top donors and a guest each, so 10 total, will go down for a weekend where you hang out with Malcolm. He teaches you how to cook a bunch of stuff, his favorite stuff. And that's going to be early November, if I remember correctly. I'll find out that date, or we'll just ask Malcolm in a couple weeks when he's back on. And it'll be fun and exciting. Steven Reichland is in the green room, so we'll get to him here in just a second. Let me talk to you quickly about Pits & Spits. Since 1983, handcrafting smokers and grills in Houston, Texas. In that time, Pits & Spits has established itself as one of the premier brands and high-quality offset smokers, and more recently, pellet cookers. Pits & Spits setting itself apart by using what? Heavy 7 and 10 gauge stainless steel in every cooker, fully welded construction that you can feel, and a 304 stainless steel roll top lid and front shelf on every single smoke. So does it matter? Yes. By using higher quality materials, pits and spits smokers reach and maintain temperatures, allowing you to worry about more about the meat than the heat. By providing a fully welded smoker, you don't have to worry about grease or smoke leaking out of the barrel. Or that grill rattling apart as you move it through the backyard. By using 304 stainless, you get an heirloom quality product. Now where some companies are focusing on low cost, Pits and Spits focuses on craftsmanship and using quality materials. Cheaper ways to do this, of course. But they don't like tack welds, cheap stainless, electronics that you can't trust. Having in-house manufacturing gives them complete control of the whole deal. That's not something you find in stuff brought in from overseas. Their steel suppliers. Supply material to be used in some of the harshest environments around so they're going to perform in any and all conditions and the controllers are made right here so they're able to have unimpeded transparency into the programming pits and spits as a dealer network across the country. If you can't get one to you, you can give Koi a call at the shop. 844-650-6250 whether you're a backyard grill master looking to cook steaks for the family or a competition team smoking 50 racks of ribs or more Pits and Spits has a smoker for you. You can check them out at pitsandspits.com, all spelled out, or see their pits in the wild across social media with their handle, at and Spits, all spelled out again. We are back with the one and only Barbecue Hall of Famer, Stephen Reichlin. right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere, the Barbecue Central Show. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
0: All right. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fan, and accessories to make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them over at BBQGuru.com or call them at 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continuing to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. It is the third Tuesday of the month. That means it's time to do a segment with the icon of the industry, a host of TV shows, creator and host of the very popular Project Fire. He is doing cooking classes at Barbecue University, and the list goes on. So we race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Stephen Reichler. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Stephen. Can you hear me? Uh-oh, the earbuds are not in. Of course he can't hear me. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Let's see what that says. I can't hear you. Oh, boy. Well, let's try this. Um, We will go to the phone, and I will text Stephen to Stephen. Uh, yes. Please try disconnecting and try reconnecting again. And if that doesn't work, then uh, we will go ahead and move to the phone. I can't believe that Stephen Reichlin would have put his phone number up there. I hope nobody was paying any attention at all. Right? Uh, Three dot dot. There we go. And there. We'll go here. And we'll make the call. Let's see what works. Let's see what works! (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll see. We should see him talking right here this is steven reichland hey steven this is greg
1: here we go greg how you doing well this okay. is this
0: is the first time i've ever done anything like this we have you on phone audio but we have you on vmix uh, video so can you see me on the video yes we can uh, whether greg it's delayed it, okay, or not who cares we just like seeing you and we can hear you so we're all fine um appreciate you thanks, uh, thanks, joining thanks. me as always as you do each and every month uh, however as the keen sleuthy eye is, it doesn't look like you're in your normal, uh, in your normal setting. Where are you?
1: I am not. I am at the beautiful Montage Palmetto Bluff Resort in Bluffton, South Carolina. Uh, just arrived today and getting ready for the 2021 session of Barbecue University.
2: All right. And
1: as you can see in the background, the rooms here are very luxurious.
0: No doubt. Uh, is this I mean, you are no stranger to having barbecue universities at really nice properties. Uh, Certainly, all of them are great, but where does this one rank?
1: Well, this one is right up there. Uh, I mean, first of all, the rooms are beautiful. My room is actually on the May River, so, uh, you know, I'm a water guy. I love a water setting. Uh, As you'll see tomorrow, I hope we can do a little um, – maybe a little uh, Zoom or – uh, video uh, chat on Thursday morning when we have all the grill shit, uh, set up and I'd love to show you and your uh, listeners what barbecue university looks like in fact if you come on Friday morning or Saturday or Sunday we can actually uh take you to class for a little bit really yeah okay. yeah it's um it's pretty awesome it's uh you know and I feel there's such a a a, a sense of urgency and uh, of of energy and people wanting to get out again and uh, and sort of resume normal life again and uh, and that I got to tell you that just feels great.
0: Stephen Rockland joining us here on the show as he does each and every third Tuesday of the month barbecuebible.com is his website. What are folks in for from a curriculum standpoint tonight?
1: Oh boy we've uh, got a very full curriculum uh st- everything from uh, low country oyster roast we are in the heart of the low country uh, of course um we will be doing uh, uh pork shoulder we'll doing be doing monster beef ribs uh we'll be uh, doing some uh, some grilling globe trotting uh, got some great shrimp dishes you know whenever i do a barbecue university I always try and use uh, local ingredients, and there's just such a such rich, such a bounty of ingredients uh, here at uh, at Montage Palmetto Bluff. Do students
0: want to still know? Is is the most popular thing that people are questioning you about, either during class or outside of hours, either how to make the best brisket still or how to do the best beef ribs? or is meat still the king there? Or beef still the king?
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, that is still of interest, but I've been incorporating more and more vegetables into my menus. You know, no surprise. I've just come out with the uh, How to Grow Vegetable book. Right. And that seems to really delight people. Um, we also have a feature that's kind of fun. You know how when you watch my shows this year, we introduced that um, mystery box uh, segment. And uh, at the end of the show, I'll come out and I'll find a mystery box and I'll lift it up and find an ingredient and I will just improvise the recipe on the spot. Well, we do the analog of that, uh, at the school and that's the first day because people are still feeling their, you know, they could kind of learning the way around the grills, but a menu that normally takes two and a half hours to make the first day. And we do 10 dishes each class. So, you know, it's a pretty serious menu. Uh, by the second, third day, people are done that menu in two hours, hour and a half. So I come up with science projects, and I I, I have, uh, you know, we've we've got boxes of mystery ingredients, and I give people guidance, and they come up with creations, and they're really spectacular. Um, we also do a really fun and really interesting um, presentation table. Last year, of course, uh, it was look but don't touch, you know, because of COVID but i think this year we're we're going to actually be able to taste one another's creations and that'll be really fun
0: is there any restriction going on or were you given any type of guidance as far as state or or local covid handlings for barbecue university
1: i will find that out tomorrow morning at our briefing but we are in south carolina so things were a lot more lax even last year when i was here um it's funny i in the course of one day, I started off in Martha's Vineyard, and then I changed to took a flight to Boston, then a flight to Charlotte, and then a flight uh, down here. Uh, to I actually landed in Savannah, Georgia, and drove down. it been four states today. Uh, and as I've gone further south, uh, fewer and fewer masks, more lax about uh, COVID regulations. I mean, it's not funny. It's what you would expect. But at any rate, hopefully everybody's vaccinated and, you know, we'll get back to normal. Is there a requirement for your
0: class attendees to be vaccinated or did, would they have to show any kind of proof?
1: No, no, we didn't do that. Anyway, rate, we're outside, you know, the class is outside. Yeah. We do set up our work tables at socially distance. You know, we've got a huge space. We've got 25 grills and smokers, uh, easily six feet between each grill and between each table. So we feel pretty comfortable about the safety here.
0: Is there a new Stephen Reichlin Grill beauty out there in the offerings this time around.
1: Uh, you mean, do we have any new grills here that we didn't have before? Yes,
0: and and ones that you might be particularly loving
1: of. Well, in the wood burning grill category, we are uh, we love the Kudu. Uh, you know, and we love it for its functionality. That's that wood burner on three legs. Uh, you know, with the arms that kind of swing out with different grills and, and pot holders and such. Um, In the gas grill category, uh, we've got a gleaming new Fire Magic that has those uh, diamond sear uh, grill bars. They're flat, so you get really killer grill marks. Um, In the pellet grill uh, category, we've got a Green Mountain that is super, um, super techie. You can control it from your phone. Uh, we've got big green eggs in many sizes, including the uh, including the mini max, which I just love. I love to pull that out. We do some kind of tailgating stuff on that. Uh, we've got a wood burning oven. During COVID, that was my project was to really get uh, really master my wood burning oven skills. So um, so uh, so that we'll be firing that up. We've got you know on the expensive ending things. We've got a Kalamazoo uh, 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 hybrid fire grill. Uh, On the less expensive end of things, we've got pit barrel cookers. We've got uh, large hibachis. Uh, You name it, we pretty much have it to grill on.
0: I think if you're a student at this particular thing, this is good because not only are you able to see what perhaps some would either aspire to or only dream of buying, for instance, that Kalamazoo hybrid that you mentioned, but then you also incorporate the stuff that every ham and egg is going to be able to go out to a big box store and by themselves for you know a couple hundred bucks, and it's all dependent on what kind of a live fire cook you are. Is somebody you're going to do it maybe once a week or you know a couple times a month? Well, you're probably not going to spend thirty thousand dollars on a grill. Maybe you are, but I doubt it. So you're offering a, a course and then a corresponding selection of grills to people to try, and perhaps they're going to be purchasing something when they get back home because now they've used it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the features, one of the benefits of Barbecue University is you you get to test drive grills. You know, we have a half a dozen different kinds of Komodo grills. We've got four or five uh, pellet grills. We got half a dozen smokers. So uh, people really will come here and, and sort of use the opportunity while they're learning how to grill and smoke to try out different grills and smokers and figure out which one is the one for them.
0: Stephen Reichlin joining us here on the show as he's getting ready to lay down Barbecue University. Stephen, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday was National Bourbon Day, and today is National Lobster Day. So let's take yesterday first. Do you have a favorite brand of bourbon that you reach for? And if you're not necessarily just a straight bourbon guy, do you have a cocktail that you like to incorporate bourbon
1: with? Um, well, let's see, I, I'm pretty ecumenical when it comes to bourbon, uh, and I think about what I have at home and I've, you know, I've got a lot of different bourbons at home, but I definitely do have a cocktail I love and that is a Manhattan and I especially love a smoked Manhattan. I use my smoking gun, uh, I pour the Manhattan ingredients in a shaker, cover it with plastic wrap, put the hose of the smoking gun, uh, into uh, the shaker, maybe smoke it, did two blasts of smoke. And uh, let me tell you, if you like Manhattans, when you taste the smoke in Manhattan, it's like the skies open and the ang- angels start singing. That's how good that is.
0: Now today, National Lobster Day, and I did see on your Facebook page or perhaps it was your Instagram that you were doing some lobsters uh, for dinner or maybe just for uh, for fun or getting the class ready. So do you have a favorite lobster and what i mean by that is region of the country or region of the world and then what's your favorite way to prepare and eat it
1: absolutely well i'm going to sound a little heretical to uh, all of my floridian compadres and spiny lobster is certainly good and for spiny lobster i usually do some variation on a rum butter lime basting mixture but for me uh there is no, nothing better than a Maine lobster, a uh, New England lobster. Uh, and we cook it absolutely simply. I, uh, I cut it in half. I crack the claws. I actually start growing the claws first because they take longer. Uh, and that's pretty much just a simple butter, maybe a tarragon butter, you know, chive butter. Very simple. A squeeze the lemon juice on it. But wood fire, you know, so you get a little wood smoke.
0: What makes it? the best tasting lobster if you've had them all over how does one region of the country or the world differ from the other and why do they differ is it just because what they're eating or heat of the water depths of the water
1: well uh i think you know a florida lobster first of all the it's nice because it's the tail is all mean it's a very big tail There are no claws so it's very easy to grill and eat um, the flesh is a little firmer sometimes even what one might even use the word chewy. I mean, not me, far be it from me, but it's, uh, it's not, it's not quite as sweet. Maine lobster is just sweet and buttery without even the application of butter on it. It's, and I think the reason is that I always find that seafood, uh, that comes from really cold water to me has the best, uh, taste. I, I uh, I love cold you know the cold water fish we get up in New England. I love the warm water fish too, but I think that cold water gives fish a, a kind of a more complex flavor.
0: Something that I see and it's been on menus for a long time, but I see it growing more and more popular, especially in the steakhouses, is lobster mac and cheese. So in your opinion, is this a waste of good lobster?
1: Uh, now, what I would say is if you have made your amazing grilled lobster dinner and just eaten the grilled lobster by itself, or maybe with some grilled corn, uh, and you, by some miracle you have some left over, then lobster mac and cheese is a very good way to use it. Would I start with a whole lobster and cook it just to make mac and cheese? No, I don't think so. And actually, I don't think restaurants do that either.
0: Uh, Stephen, we have Father's Day coming up on Sunday, so obviously there are limited shopping days left in case we've just reminded some folks listening here live or soon to be on podcast tomorrow. Do you have any suggestions for best Father's Day gifts in 2021?
1: Oh, I do. And actually, uh, I mean, if I can toot my own horn here, um, we have just come out with a, uh, a uh, a grilling flavor kit uh, that's very handsomely boxed and it includes, uh, three of my, uh, barbecue spice rubs, uh, a bag of, uh, hardwood chips in the, uh, in the barbecue essentials line. Um, let's see, we have a smoke in a can, uh, which is, a, a, it's good for using on a gas grill. It's actually a can full of, uh, hardwood sawdust and you, uh, you can smoke on it. And it's very handsomely packaged and very affordably priced and it comes with recipes and uh and I think if you uh, you know if you go on my website, barbecuebible.com uh and uh order it, I, you know, we sell through Amazon, so I'm sure we could still get it to you by Sunday.
0: Stephen, I've noticed that there is a recurring theme this year on your blog, which is foods to grill or barbecue in whatever month we're in. So we're in uh, June right now. June. And I noticed that mm-hmm. there are a new set of ideas to grill or barbecue. So, uh, you know, are there a couple you can tell us about here before we run out of time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Wagyu uh, beef sliders, that's always kind of fun. It's uh, taking uh, the hamburger upscale. And Wagyu ground beef, you know, it's, it's not doesn't have to be terribly expensive, but it rewards you with a very rich flavor. Um, there is a, uh, a tuna tenderloin that is grilled and, uh, in bacon. Uh, it's actually plancha grilled. Uh, that's really spectacular. And then we've got a very fun cocktail. It's a nectarine Bellini. The Bellini is that famous Venetian cocktail made with, uh, pureed peaches and, uh, and, uh, Prosecco. And in my version, you take a ripe nectarine, you brush it with butter, you crush it in sugar, you grill it over screaming hot fire to caramelize the sugar, and the, the uh, fruit juices. That's pureed. And then you add the uh, Prosecco to it. It's a pretty wonderful way, not only to welcome June, but to toast uh, Dad on um, on Father's Day.
0: Uh, last question before I let you go, Stephen, and I appreciate the time. And hopefully we can uh, reconnect uh, later in the week here to show folks what it looked like at Barbecue University. A couple weeks ago, there was the announcement of the 2021 Barbecue Hall of Fame class. Ollie Gates, Rodney Scott, and Meathead get in for those that are the living members. And then Lytle Bridges, Cabaniss, and Arthur Bryant get in as legacy members or folks that have passed away, obviously. So as you review those uh, five uh, total inductees for this class of this year... Uh, thoughts on any or all of them and uh, you know what you remember being brought into the barbecue hall of fame when you won it.
1: Well, uh, first of all, I think it is a great selection. Everybody is eminently, uh, em- eminently deserving. Uh, it's like, to, it's great to see someone like uh, uh, Arthur Bryant remembered and someone like Rodney Scott, you know, honored. They are too. uh, uh, African American pitmasters who've really uh, been very important in shaping uh, barbecue, uh, American barbecue. Um, in terms of my own uh, induction into the barbecue Hall of Fame, you know, it was one of the greatest days of my life. It was it was amazing um, to uh, be see your work recognized by your peers, to uh, stand in front of an audience of what seemed like a thousand people at the uh, at the Kansas City Royal, and then to uh, you know, to, to accept that massive, uh, massive bronze rack of ribs—it uh, was great. It's also, by the way, I'm really happy for Meathead too. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's been very deserving of that too. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's good year.
0: Stephen Reichlin joining us here as he does third Tuesday of every month. BarbecueBible.com, his website, of course. Stephen, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining
1: me. Thanks, everybody. Grill on. There he is, Steven Reichlin, right
0: there. You got it. And battling through some technical issues and doing it just like the professional that he is, Steven Reichlin. Yes. We did it. All right. I'm very happy about that. Thought we were, I think if he would have disconnected and reconnected, this is what we've come to find out over these many weeks in 2021. If there's A technical issue up front, if you disconnect all the way out and reconnect, keep this in mind if you're listening out there in the audience that I happen to invite you on my show, right up front, if you can't hear me or things have gone sideways out of the gate or blocks if you're a runner, disconnect and reconnect, typically it fixes itself, it's great is an odd name. Here in Illinois, some of us have great sweet corn. Homegrown as it be. Do y'all have a preference? Frozen from store or maybe in the husk? Well, We have great sweet corn typically in the August and September time frames here. I like to shuck it. I like to boil it. Steam it. I really like it on the grill like I love that. I love Elote. It's my favorite. Especially with all that that? sour cream and cream cheese and some other kind of cojita cheese. It's all rubbed up and down it. And I'm not even talking tonight about the corn cob buttering tool that is proliferating the internet. Everybody thinks it's the best. You may think... It's the handiest
1: Uh-oh.
0: butter applicator out there. It might be handy, but I'm not talking about it. Go search it. You'll find it. You'll Trust me, you'll know when you see it. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. I was just on the phone with Jason Baker a couple days ago. Business is booming. Working through some trials and tribulations, as it were. We all know about that. But we think we're positive that we think it's going to be on the on their end. But we'll see. Time will tell. In the meantime, if you're looking for great pellet cookers, go to GreenMountainGrills.com and find a dealer near you. Visit the dealer. Get educated. Pick the size that's best for you. I suggest always buying up. Don't regret it. And then bring it home. You're going to have all this education because they sell through the dealer. And you're going to have success right out of the bat. You can go to GreenMountainGrills.com for more information. You can also find a whole bunch of really great accessories. Everybody loves accessories. Rib racks, rubs, sauces. They sell pellets there too. Come on. It's wonderful. Don't forget the pizza oven insert. A lot of your dealers are going to be selling them right there on the floor. I believe you can also buy them off of Amazon if you want. You could probably buy them right there off of GreenMountainGrills.com. So make sure you get that pizza oven insert. High heat pizza pie. We're going to be talking to Matt Frampton a little bit about that in the second hour. Make sure you hook up GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. I have some breaking news coming up next segment. This is the ribs segment, by the way. So if you want to jump in. Hit me up, 216-220-0966, and give me the quick down and dirty on ribs that you do that are the best ribs ever. And everybody should be trying your wood. Stick around. We will be right back.
2: Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show.
0: Alright, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com. You want to fire that Green Mountain Grill that I was just telling you about? Fine do it cooking your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet driven cookers visit cooking for more information or to purchase you can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well I was wondering if anybody was gonna know about that look at this Michigan embedded correspondent lighting on tonight's show is sweet for some reason the total look for tonight's show is incredible. Thank you, John.
2: Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you love. for
0: noticing. I'm not even going to tell you what I did, but I can tell you for the amount of lights that I am looking at, the sheer number of lights that are on is very minimal. Very minimal. I think there might be three bulbs out of four, eight, eight, ten. Three out of eleven that are that could be on. Eleven seems, maybe twelve. That seems like a, a less No? There's four there. That's eight. That's twelve. Thirteen. 11, t- three. Yeah, I guess it's three. There's three lights on. I'm glad the lighting looks good. Uh, if you want to jump in, two one six two two zero zero nine six six Greg at the BBQ dot This is your open segment, so as I've requested, if you want to jump in and tell us your down and dirty ribs recipe, I'm down for that. But stand by for this.
2: A barbecue Central Show exclusive news update.
0: Greg Rempe reporting from the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. The city that breaks the most live fire news that's breaking while it's breaking wherever it breaks as it is breaking live. I do I do have a call, so just stand by with your rib recipe and be ready to go when I come to you. No stammering. Don't ask me how I'm doing. None of that. Just get ready to fly out of the gate. I have it on good authority, and by good authority, I mean me. I reached out. You remember last week, Meathead was beside himself as we were going over the Derek Rich's popular websites. Again, who cares? I don't care. But it's not my business. That's Meathead's business. He cares. And his number one point on why Derek's whole thing was hogwash or bogus was that a website called Smoked Barbecue Source was number two. And he said, have you ever heard Smoked Barbecue Source? And I hadn't. And then I went online, I saw a nice enough website. I hadn't heard of it. But, man, they do appear to have quite a bit of traffic. Uh, Through other sources, I've confirmed that they are legitimate. And they do have an extensive amount of traffic and a lot of visits. And I'm working on confirming that, indeed, they are more than meatheads, visitors per month, whatever he was talking about. So much so that I had reached out to Joe Clements, I believe, is the founder of Smoked Barbecue Source. Originally founded from New Zealand, uh, but he's currently living in Australia, in Melbourne, or Melbourne, however you say it over there. And I can tell you this, folks, at some point in time on a Tuesday that works for him, Joe Clements will be on the show and we'll be talking about Smoked Barbecue Source. It's no joke. So just to keep you up with the breaking news, uh that's what's happening as far as that's concerned. All right, we go to the phone. Give me the rib recipe lowdown. Sir? Or ma'am? Hello. Yes. Is anybody what's up, there? Greg? Yes, who's it's this? Dino Dan. Dino Dan from California.
1: Simple. Yes, sir. All right, let's Southern have California.
2: California. Simple rib recipe for your pellet pooper, okay? I don't care what rub you use, 225, first three hours, 275,
1: no wrap. Cook them till they're bend test, tender, and you're good to go.
0: No no internal temperature that you're cooking ribs
1: to? Just bend test? Just bend test. No internal temperature. That's it? That's it, man. The easiest thing you can do.
0: Man's game. Look at Dan. He's in, he's out. (laughs) Thank you, Dan. Hopefully you pellet cookers were paying attention because literally that was the easiest recipe I've ever heard for ribs. Teresa Gagliotto, if you were listening, try Dino Dan's rib recipe next time and then report back to me. Be my test cook, please. By the way, your ribs looked absolutely amazing tonight, Teresa. Well done. So Again, as I was breaking news in between Dino Dan's most simplistic recipe ever, Smoked Barbecue Source will be on the show at some point. I sent him back an email and said, I'll get some open dates to you. So You know me. I'm endlessly curious on how the website came about and who the inspiration was and how you go about getting a popular website. While I might fool some of you by saying I'm not necessarily a big reader, it's because of books. I'm not a huge book reader. I will read books. I will reference books. I will research books. I will. Do, but I wouldn't sit here and say that I would be like, hey, tonight I can't wait to get home from work and crack open the latest novel. I don't think I would. Not only do I not think I won't. All All right. Are you ready for yet another passage of the horse meat for human consumption? Yes, you are. It's been weeks, if not months. By the way, if I can get a little reaction, I I went and purchased another Stream Deck XL to run my sound effects off of and got rid of the old iPad. because I didn't feel it was technically savvy enough for my setup. So... If you could tell me if the drum roll and the air horn. Now, look, I know a lot of you hate it anyway. and You just want it to go away. It's not. So do you notice that it's louder? Could it be louder or softer? Or is it fine as is? The drum roll and the cheer is all and the hammer. So the drum roll, we're going to the hotline and we welcome in blah, blah, blah. Here they are. What did you say? Oh. Those are the three main sound bites of the show. Do they sound like they've always sounded? Do they sound a little hot? I know I'm going to get it from trained ear, John Solberg in Michigan. But I wouldn't mind your input as well as you're listening and watching here the show. A lot of Twitch interaction. i like to see that. You can get a live video feed over Twitch, Facebook interaction as well. I like that. Alright, let's go ahead and find Grandpa Rempy and get him in here as we take another passage from the processing, cooking, and buying horse meat for human consumption by who? Our best friend Leon Kenny, who we know is a freelance writer and former newspaper man. Just to recap, if you're coming in late, this <clears throat> book was written in 1952 as sexually inappropriate. But we're going to read it here because quite frankly, it's one of the only reference materials on horse meat prepping. Scott David Rittenbaugh says it's louder. Louder annoying or louder okay? I like crisp. That means it's not muddy. I can run it back. No worries. And tonight we'll be taking on the cuts and cooking portion. Tonight, we're going to be talking about tenderloin steak on the horse. Tenderloin steak, as in other meats, is the tenderest of all the cuts for the animal. But as a general rule, it is the least flavorful of all cuts. It can be either pan-fried or broiled, providing a low heat is used. For pan frying, the steak should be first rolled in flour and cooked slowly in a pan well-oiled or greased, do not cook in butter. Butter has a tendency to dry the meat. What? Uh Uh-oh. If butter is used at all, it should be spread over the steak after the meat has been taken from the pan and just before serving. Do not salt the meat until it is nearly done, as it extracts the juice if added too soon.
2: What? No,
0: Poppycock? This guy's meat science is ass. To broil the tenderloin, preheat the broiler with the oven door closed about five minutes. Then, place the steaks on the broiler rack with the surface of the meat about six inches from the heat source. Lay strips of beef suet, pork back fat, Fat. or bacon across the tops of the steaks and allow three to four minutes cooking time for each side of the steak. I mean, to think about this, back in 1952, they were still putting strips of bacon across stuff like we do. We're doing that in 2021. Put it over your briskets, put it over your pork butts, put it over your chicken. Just Pryles just did some bacon wrapped chicken tenderloins. The tenderloins. Horse meat tenderloin steak can be prepared like beef steak by searing or browning quickly on each side in a hot lightly oiled pan, then slow cooked until done. This method, however, is not as consistently successful as complete slow cooking. If the meat is cooked this way, it should not be cooked over five to six minutes. and should be taken from the pan while still quite rare. (laughs) Hey, Benny, that steak, that that, uh, horse steak hasn't been on for five or six minutes, has it? Yes, I'm going on eight minutes. No! It was supposed to be off quite rare. Well, that's going to conclude the tenderloin steak portion. Next week, or whenever we have a free segment, I will be talking to you about rib steaks, followed up by cube steak, followed up by T-bone steak, Followed up by Top Round and Top Sirloin Steaks, just to name a few. Wow. So exciting. So wonderful. If you want to take a look, or if you want to call in with your rib recipe, do it right now. Give me the down and dirty. Look at this guy, GQ. Come on now. Call in with that rib recipe. 216-220-0966. Drunken honky saying, well, 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 don't put your horse on the fire. I have to believe, as we sit here in 2021, knowing what we knowing what we know about live fire. And I'm going to venture outside of my comfort zone here, folks, and say anybody in the United States that is a law-abiding citizen, by and large, has no experience cooking horse meat. But I'm going to prognosticate or give my best educated guess, knowing what I know, and I know horse and beef are not the same. But starting out, I would go ahead and say that potentially you could apply the same kind of meat science to horse that you could with beef, although we did learn that there are a bunch of glands on the outside of the horse that you need to have properly removed; otherwise, your horse meat is going to have a dank, rank, and stank taste, flavor, odor. Not going to be edible. All the things that we've always worried about when it comes to horse meat—it's n- it's not going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. So you got to take it to the right butcher. Course, there's no butcher that will do that at this moment. All that aside, I think a salting in advance or dry brining you're going to draw the moisture out, but it's going to suck back in, providing a more, can I say, succulent product for horse and then sear. Or can you imagine? I don't know if anybody else is going to get really excited when I say, Can you imagine a properly executed? Reverse seared horse steak. Oh. Feats don't fail me now. I think that can happen. It's best tasting when it's r- r- rareish, medium rare. Probably like duck, or what's the other thing I've been eating: a re- oh, lamb, great meat. Lamb can get gamey at medium or above. Medium rare lamb is balls good. Bob Genevario. What's up with the YouTube feed? I don't know. On my software, it's happening in real life. However, in real life, it's not happening. Luckily, you found Facebook. You can also get the audio on the website. You can go to Twitch and interact with Drunken Honky. What kind of name is that? Let me talk to you quickly about Primo cookers. We got to get Steven Reichlin a Primo cooker. Hey, Nick Bauer, we got to get Steven Reichlin a Primo cooker, all right? Let's do it. We'll do it live. It's oval shaped, of course. You can do true two zone cooking. Have I told you about this yet? True two zone cooking. Where you put lit coals on one side, you have no coals on another, and then you can put the meat on the top where no coals are. For instance, You could put a horse steak on top of no coals. Let it get to right about 125 degrees. And then we move it over to where the coals are to get that sear going on that most succulent of horse steaks. It's going to finish off perfect. Come on. Made right here in the States is that Primo. Precision-controlled manufacturing. Highest quality ceramics you're going to find in any of those ceramic cookers out there on the market today. They got the new easy lift hinge on the grill head they got the precision control airflow things on the top and the bottom numbered visit your local dealer see the improvements for yourself Or crying out loud what are you ignorant green uh, green primo primogrill.com I almost said green mountain grill primogrill.com has a dealer locator because like green mountain grill primo sold through dealers so they can educate you Primo Ceramic Grill on Instagram, Primo Ceramic Grills on Facebook. Join the club, primogrill.com. We're back to wrap the first hour.
2: Right after this, stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. And this portion
0: of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, you're in luck because Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting Fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, and back in stock, Fireboard 2 Pro. Yes. All you high heat maniacs that want to monitor the temperature of your high heat pizza oven. Your forno Bravo's, your Green Mountain Grill Pizza Oven inserts. Talking to you, Not you. You. You can get it. It's back in stock. Up to 1,400 degrees F. That's searing heat right there. And you can take your temperature with your Fireboard 2 Pro ThermoCup. Ever heard of them? Go back and listen to the segment I did with Ted. We're going to be announcing new stuff here shortly, believe it or not. Ted and I. We'll be announcing some really cool stuff. Here's Guy. Three, two, one, horse is called the trifecta sandwich. <laughs> yes, it is. Put that in a box and we can win even more, Guy. Dan Yuleman weighing in. Never thought I'd hear those two words in the same sentence. Horse and succulent. Uh-oh. Well, you just did. That's why you tune into the show, Dan. Because tomfoolery and hijinks run amok on the Live Fire Barbecue and Grilling Show. The Live Fire Fun and Frivolity Show. You see? You think I'm just being cute coming up with names off the top of my head. But is there anything more Live Fire and frivolous than talking about reverse searing a horse steak, which is 100% illegal? That's frivolous. And fun. At the same time, fun and frivolity. And once again, I'm not promoting doing it. I'm only promoting opening a conversation, reaching across aisles to say, hey, shouldn't we be looking at getting the horse on the other side of the fence where all the other animals are that we can eat? Not dogs, not cats everything horse by the way a horse can jump high especially if they're an equestrian horse Whoop! over the fence come back come on now. nope not anytime soon i can tell you that but if we can have a conversation about this this is what i'm talking about i feel like horse me 2021 is in full strength and i'm warning you I'm warning with you, peace, with and, peace love, and love i'm warning you The shirt might see light of day here in 2021. John, let's start getting those wheels greased for 2021 horse meat shirts. I can't put them on uh, Amazon because they have banned me. Amazon and YouTube must be colluding against me. It's like organized crime. They're bastards. But I can't sell on Amazon, and I can't do anything. I can't make money on YouTube. They hate me. I did nothing wrong, and they hate me. All right, Dino Dan, thank you for your rib recipe. All you people had all this time to give me your down and dirty rib recipe. You guys must be great and secretive. I appreciate that. We are pointing to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.